Hello, and welcome to Mad Men's Knowledge, a podcast where we answer questions no one is asking and argue about things no one cares about in order to grant you insight. Insight as to what? We don't know, but uh, here we are. We're your hosts, the Mad Men in Question, Hayne and Griffin, and today's topic of discussion is, are androids ever actually alive, and could you murder them? And uh, to start us off, I think that what we want to do is define what does it mean to be alive? You know, very existential philosophical question oh, here. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to start out today very simply by defining yeah. life. <clears throat> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I do think that life here has to go beyond sentience. Because uh, there is a difference. Because sentience is merely you are responsive uh, or or conscious of your own existence. Yeah. And, I mean... Yeah. Because at this stage, at the point where we would have androids that could... Uh, oh, well, actually, first of all, I probably jumped the gun a little bit here, but I think android is what we're talking about. Is If you're familiar with, like, synths from the Fallout series, they're just robots that... Um, have like human personalities like embedded into them um at the point where we can create technology like that we would have computers that are smart enough to recognize their own existence thus being sentient and i would say that we have some computers that are sentient in that sense but I, it'd be I'd like agree. low level sentience um anyway it's worth noting also that like uh, Warforged and from the Dungeons and Dragons universe and um, I don't know what else but anything that involves actually placing the consciousness oh Exos, Exos from Exos, yeah, Destiny. Uh, from Destiny anything that involves placing the consciousness of a human being into a uh, into a synthetic form is definitely not fair game for this because you know, humans are sentient, ergo, if you put one in a machine, it's still a sentient being. Or a still yeah, still a living being. Yeah, and the other thing is that what complicates like the the argument of, like, are exos alive, is that exos are actually built to have um, living qualities, like they have to eat and drink, despite the fact that they're robots. Um, and we're not going to go into the lore on that, but that's just like a thing that complicates the issue further so we're just not going to talk about that we're talking about like robots where like you build them and they have like it's like the equivalent of like creating a child it's just that instead of it being a biological child it is a robot baby yes so i would say an android or so to be alive in this sense i think you need to have sentience um and i think you need to have um like an ability to grow or change over time um like physically because i don't because like uh i'm trying to justify this but i can't really think about it like when you're living it just says like a natural process of it is 
your body grows and changes over time as like you age. I don't think that aging necessarily indicates that you're alive since we have multiple animals that live for a very long time. And I'm pretty sure there's like a certain breed of jellyfish that like doesn't age. That's like immortal in that sense. Um, anyway. Like, evolution, basically. I think that you need to be able to evolve. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Yeah, because the thing... And, and we can't really use the scientific definition of life, um, where it's like you have to have cells and things like that, because... It is difficult, because, you know, we're, we're defining things based on biological standards. Criteria, yeah. Uh, but these are not biological beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, my thought is, is that, like, an example of an android would be, I, I think a good example of an android would be, like, uh, like, Ultron from the Marvel Universe. I like, that's an android. I because, and I think that that's a living android in the sense that he has sentience, and he goes, he intentionally makes an effort to modify himself to better suit his environment um, and to complete his, his goals, which I think is similar to how a human, like, acts, or like a living thing acts, where they do whatever is in their ability to accomplish their goals. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that Vision's a good example, though, because I think he's also partially human, which muddles the water a bit. Um, in what way? In the MCU, it says that it's like they combine human cells from the regeneration cradle, or whatever it's called, um, with Ultron's technology, which is how they make the body of Vision. See, but I would argue that he is, in fact, the prime example of an android. But, but the thing is that he that I feel like that's kind of getting more into the territory of cyborg because he it's a there's a biological aspect to it. Like he's not a hundred percent inorganic. Um, I don't know actually exactly how the regeneration cradle works, but I know that it's not actual human cells which is where I'm going with that, okay. um, is that it is synthetic skin. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't know if you could count... I, I still feel like that's a synthetic... Like, his body is fully synthetic. It is manufactured. Yeah. Um, okay, and of so... course, there's an argument there to be made that, you know, it's, it's human, but... It is manufactured, which makes okay, it... Okay, so, so here's a question then, I guess. Sorry to cut you off. Um, so, like, lab-grown meats, um, that's, like, biotic... That is, that's, like, biotic cells that we are manufacturing synthetically. Um, like, do we count that... Like, do we count those cells as being, like, organic or not? In, ter in terms of, like, are they... Or, sorry, biotic. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, because if we consider those to be inorganic or abiotic, um, 
then that that would definitely indicate that the that vision would be a completely abiotic or biotic being also i'm pretty sure i'm using these words wrong which is probably gonna piss somebody off but yeah biotic and abiotic i mean technically not um the difficulty is again these are biological terms um where anything abiotic metal is abiotic yeah um and chemicals are abiotic um yeah but theoretically vision is some combination of metal and chemicals that results in realistic human-like cells um yeah. the other thing to think about is that he can be fully repaired like he does not heal Mm. Uh, vision does not heal like a normal human does um, which again muddles the waters and makes things complicated because part of the conditions for something to be biotic are that it has to undergo homeostasis and yeah. there is an argument to be made that um, robots and by extension androids undergo a form of homeostasis in that they are you know they're they're presumably they are cooling and regulating their systems um because of course they have to any independently operated thing like theoretically my computer right now is undergoing a form of homeostasis um yeah but the difficulty is that he he doesn't heal like he doesn't which is funny because he's made out of uh organic material yeah but he cannot i he can't taste i know that and i don't think he has to eat yeah um but he can because again we see him eat in wandavision well, um, yeah. But well, anyway. there is a, a there's a question on that though. Is that like he can eat as as we've said, but like in that show, he's like there's a lot of tomfuckery with reality in that show. Oh, of course, so it makes it very so, difficult to trust anything that we see happens happen. there. Yeah. Anyway, no. The other thing though is trying to stray away from that one specific example so that we have a little bit wider of a base i don't know about the i don't know enough about the fallout universe to know like if synths um undergo homeostasis in the same way or if they have to eat or drink or like if they get damaged do they repair themselves or do they have to like find somebody to fix them um so but assuming that they do assuming that they like they are able to heal themselves. You know, let's... Pain? Why have I, why have I made such a complicated thought? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I, I don't know, like... I guess... Is it, does this really matter? Is this all just semantics? Um, not really, but it is definitely semantics. But again, that's the point of the show. Um, yeah. 
so let's, I think we've blummed some, uh, some depths here and uh, started well. Let's move on to the secondary part of this question, which is, uh, can androids be murdered? Regardless of whether or not they're alive, could they be murdered? Yeah. My argument is, again, no. I don't believe that androids are alive. Um, and by extension of that, uh, I don't think that you could murder them just given the fact um, of how easy they are to bring back. Theoretically, yeah, okay. you could just plug in... Uh, again, it's probably not the greatest example, but my PC... If, I, if my PC gets hit by a truck... Theoretically, yeah. I can take every component and uh, piece of data. If that's still recoverable from the wreck, then or then um, then it is possible to bring it back. So I don't think it counts as murder. Well, then we have a th ship of Theseus type shit. Oh um. yes, absolutely. And again, with like memory and. Mm -hmm. And if if I clone you and then kill you, have I murdered Hayne Henderson? Who knows? Okay. But so, my argument is that you can murder them because the, the key part to preserving your PC's life is all of the data on it. So if I were to, like, take the memory and if I were to take, like, the memory and all the data on your computer and I were to wipe it and then put it back, like the actual physical body would be there, but none of the information would be. And thus, I think that that would be equivalent to murdering an android because you have deleted you, their personality and their character has ceased to exist from this plane. Ah, well, here's, an, here's a counter to that, is if I hit you hard enough on the head, uh, or if I undergo some process, maybe by microwaves or something, and I figure out a way to wipe your synapses clean so that you don't remember anything. You're not dead. You haven't been murdered. Your physical form still exists, uh, regardless of your mental state. So you are still alive. Uh, and I would argue that the same applies with uh, androids. And because... They are infinitely reproducible because you can, theoretically, if you've got them saved anywhere, uh, like Jarvis in, um, yeah. in the universe. Um, if you have a backup of Jarvis and Vision dies, you can make another Vision. Um, that is identical. And so in that way... Like, you can never really murder an android so long as they are able to be reproduced. Okay, but so... But still, like... if Even if you can reproduce them... Like, if I were... So, let's say theoretically, I'm walking on the street, and there's an android in front of me, and I pop a cap in his ass, and then I go and delete his, like, backup save off of the cloud. You know... He now, his physical body has ceased, and the, um, and the ability to recover has also been removed. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would count as murder. And I, 
I realize that the core of this argument is not is it actually alive to be killed? It it's where is what what constitutes as murder? Is it destruction of a character or is it destruction of the body? Uh both. So you, the reason so that murder, murder exists some... is because in the example you just defined, that could be murder, perhaps. But again, because it's an android, that's where we get into the argument uh, at that point. If you do that to an android, and according to law, androids are alive, then that's murder. Um, yeah. But until that point, as long as either the body or consciousness still exists, you have not killed, or you have not, um, I'm trying to think of a, a biological synthetic neutral term for, you have ended its existence. Yeah. Um, terminated is a good word for it. Um, mm -hmm. and I would argue that at that point you have to define it as something different and not murder. Um, because the act of murder for, for humans is the death of the physical form. Um, but the only reason that that is considered murder is because the, the consciousness dies with the, with the physical form. Yeah. Um, with androids, like, like if I come up to you. And again, I first undergo the process of removing your consciousness and removing everything that makes you you so that you are just a generic 19-year-old uh, human. Um, then I haven't murdered you. But regardless of whether or not I've done that, if I stab you and you die, that's murder. Does that make sense? So the, the destruction yeah, of the physical sense. form is always necessary for humans. Yes. I think it's the opposite for androids. Interesting. Because okay. for androids, if you destroy the consciousness, uh, then all you're left with is a hunk of metal. Yeah. Like, And you can reproduce a consciousness and put a different one in there. But then that is, I would argue, a fundamentally different android. Okay. Okay, so... Let's consider this... Let's consider it like this. So, let's say we have androids. And their their minds are backed up on a cloud. And I go up, and I kill one. Like, I just destroy the physical body. Just break it, throw it in front of a truck, I don't know. And then they just take the consciousness, immediately upload it into a new frame, and then it just goes on about its day. You know, that's not murder anymore. It'd certainly be, like, battery. I'd um, agree. I agree. It's destruction of property. You you get charged with destruction of property, and the android continues living. Yeah. Well, so here's the here's a question, I guess. Whose property would I be destroying? The The android itself? Like, is it... Whoever owns the is Android. The I'm perceiving that there is no point in the future where... Where Androids have rights? Androids have... Uh, they could have rights. Um, 
because... But they're not going to be, like, independent citizens. They're not going to be independent citizens. And there's, of course, there's going to be edge cases. Um, I'll talk about that later. But, like, you know the, the tree that owns itself? Yeah. Of course there's going to be stuff like that where it's like, hey, this thing has been around for a really freaking long time, and there's no one, like, who created it is actually left. So, like, at that point, you would be like, hey, maybe this thing is independent, because it truly is. But so, I do want to, because while thinking about the last thing I said, which is that death of consciousness is murdering an android and death of the body is murdering a human, um, I actually think that murder is the death of the consciousness for both. Uh, I just think that the only way that you can fully kill a human's consciousness is by killing their body. Yeah. Which I think is where we draw the distinction. Because if there was a way that you could back up a human consciousness somewhere and then put it back into the same body... Um, like clone them? Maybe like, not clone I, them, but I'm saying, you know, in this world where there exists a way for someone to remove the human consciousness from the body in a similar way that you can do with an android, uh-huh. um, then you could put, like, if if that happens to you, if you get your hard drive pulled, and then you have the husk, but I have a backup of you, and I plug you into the husk, I think you're still alive, right? You're still alive in your unaltered state. Yes. So, in that way, androids are an example of how, if we could do that, then murder would be the death of the consciousness, and uh, stabbing someone would then become property destruction, or destruction of property. Interesting. I do like that answer. I'm a fan of that. So, let's say, let's say, uh, you know Borderlands, how they have the, like, I don't remember what it's called, but, like, the respawn system? Yes, the respawn system. It's an an in-universe, like, system where when you die, they, like, take your body and they rebuild it, basically, so you're still alive. So you don't actually die when you die. Uh Uh-huh. So, say we have that system in place you know for humans you know how does that like you we've established now that the consciousness is remaining and that even though your physical body you know originally dies you're rebuilt and your consciousness is still alive you're still going about your life you you haven't been murdered you know what becomes that that's property damage yeah uh mm. uh because you have actually killed this person, it's just it's not a permanent state. I think it depends. And I think this is where we get into uh, legislation and and discussing who has rights and what those rights are in the future. Because from a certain point of view, yes, that that is only property destruction. But when you consider that for humans, um, you stabbing someone... Uh, so, okay, sorry. I need to, there needs to be more background for this. 
if we assume if that system exists and everyone is linked up to it on earth so no one on earth can die anymore i think that then if you stab someone it's property damage i think that if we live in any system where there are still a good amount of people not connected to it stabbing someone still constitutes murder because it is with the intent to end the existence of that person yes and so i think that is where you uh hit the that's where you hit the difference between murder and the destruction of property in terms of uh like legislation and and how that works when when the the form is a renewable resource um which is weird to say i here's an interesting discussion would you do that would like, you would sign up for that body? service well i don't know that once again we're brought we I, I i my mind goes out to the the ship of theseus where it's like are you really because it's like my understanding is similar to like the warp technology in star trek where it's like they just delete your body in one place and then rebuild it from the similar molecules like wherever you're being teleported like that's just around like it you're essentially being killed and then rebuilt with different materials in the exact same way and i would say yes if and only if there's a guarantee that it's an exact replication of me because if there's any alteration of myself like no matter how minor if there's any like alteration then eventually i would be fundamentally changed and i would no longer like be the person that i am after going through the like after being revived essentially yeah i mean that's yeah uh it's so difficult because i i think that in general people have like an attachment to their physical form as it is and i don't want to like talk about the psychology of that because i don't know anything um but it's like for example here's here's another scenario so let's say your consciousness is backed up like you're a biotic organism your consciousness is backed up and your body is murdered so they put you into another human body but it's not the same human body that you already had you're now in a different body but you're the same person how like that's something that i think most people would be opposed to yeah there was a movie with i think it was like ben kingsley and ben's uh not ben stiller it was like ben's ben kingsley and matt damon or something where they were talking about how rich people would, oh yeah would like upload their bodies into like androids yes and then they would lives. they would steal like other people's bodies like they would just pay like and so it was like i think they'd like pay homeless people or something they would pay like they would agree to pay their families to use their bodies and then they would just live extravagant lifestyles and just run those bodies into the ground and then get new ones. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I, no, no, I, know I haven't you're seen about, Get I Out. What it's called? I haven't seen Get Out, but I think there Neither is some it's, it's body absorbing in that too. So, um, the the I haven't seen it. I know that the basic idea is that there's this family that uses hypnosis to basically upload the consciousness of um, this specific family into the bodies of the individuals that they essentially kidnap. Um, so that they can remain youthful. Um, I don't know exactly how the race plays out in it because it is a racial film in some sense. Um, but I do know that it's a similar situation to what we're talking about. Yes. Where you're like, but so like in that situation, you know, I'm sure I'm sure that there's some interesting commentary that we could get on this topic from. Um, trans people or um trying to think like non-cis people Mm -hmm. um but like for me i am comfortable in my body i like what my physical form looks like is how i perceive myself and so to take that and put that into another body that is fundamentally different and not as not the the way that i perceive myself would alter who I am as a person, I think, in some way. And thus, I don't. Th- I think that in that situation where you can't upload it directly into your own body again, I don't think that we can give it the same sort of leeway of not being murder but property damage as if you can just upload yourself into a direct copy. Yes, I think that's... Hmm. So, but what if um, you get a vision shell? What if you have, what if we have a regeneration cradle and we make synthetic humanoid bodies? Um, but for okay. some reason they can't look like you. Well, let's say that they're like, just like... Um, okay, so basically we're just describing exos right now. Yes, yes. Basically, okay. access. So, so you have to put yourself into a, a. First of all, I would agree to that because I think that would be a great time. Um, I'd love to be an EXO. Uh, okay, so, I know that we we said at the beginning that we weren't going to get into this, um, <laughs> but um, okay. So the the thing about EXOs is that they have biological processes that they're like robotic bodies are programmed to feel like the desire to eat and drink um because if your br- because essentially your brain in this robotic body is expecting certain biological responses of like decay and you know the stresses of living and mm. if the body doesn't provide that input to your brain the brain rejects the body and you tear yourself apart to like because your brain would be able to process it and so it it try to like inflict um damage upon itself like you, you'd feel like you couldn't breathe you'd feel like you're suffocating even if you weren't mm-hmm. um so in order to combat that they added in these additional like features to the robotic frames but then also you have to have your brain reset every once in a while not like your memories wiped, but like you have to have your consciousness uploaded 
taken out of the frame and then reapplied so that your body doesn't realize that it's being tricked. Yes. Uh, I'm not saying that that would stop you because it probably wouldn't like they have the technology pretty well established in universe and destiny. So like, I think I would be okay with having it done at the end of the process. I would not want to be one of the test subjects. Oh, I, I a hundred percent agree. I also would not want to, um, I wouldn't want to do it now. I wouldn't want to become exified now. Um, at the point yeah. where my body starts to decay, that's when I'd start thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. um, at that point, it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather still live out with my consciousness in a, a body that never will decay. And if that involves a little bit of, like, processing and, like, the whole i have to be reset every every bit like i'm i'm fine with that so all right going all right so you asked me a question i didn't really answer so like if we have the so the original question of like if we had the respawn system where your body like just gets rebuilt as it is i think i would enroll in that program just because, obviously, I don't want to die, um, and that would be that would be a guarantee that I wouldn't. It'd be interesting to see how that would affect my uh, my psychological being. I don't know, like how that would meant. I I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about this more, maybe not, because you got to think like part of your life and part of the way that you make decisions is based off of an idea that like you have there's a certain level of safety that you have to guarantee of yourself yes and even if it's not like major things but like once you remove any and all chance of you like actually dying like if i know that oh it doesn't matter if i if i get shot right now because i'll just respawn then you you go in into making riskier behavior um so like if i'm crossing the street i'm not going to be looking both ways because if i get hit by a car oh well um but that that that's assuming that there is a that this is like a free process that just happens it's not like you pay for every time your body's regenerated yeah yeah yeah. which i think actually is pretty probable Oh, it's it's an a certainty. You have I, to pay for it yeah. in universe. I think I would not. Oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah, you do have to pay credits. I forgot about that. I um I would not do that. Um, just because there's a lot of psychological research and literature, and and not even not even psychological, but in some situations more philosophical uh, ideas that the reason that life is worth living or at all enjoyable is because of the because it's finite exactly and also uh, like you get into the idea of the only reason that like some things are like cool or beautiful or impressive is just because of the sheer scale of them and Mm -hmm. you know once you when once you shrink that scale like you stop being able to enjoy things um and i would just like if i 
I mean, sure, I might do it once. Like, if they were like, hey, we've got, uh, if it was we've like... got one Griffin clone. Yeah. If it was one like, time. hey, pay $200 to continue. Like, if you die and that screen comes up. Yeah. Like, I might do <laughs> it for... Failed in 60... Round 63 failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 200 monkey dollars to continue. I might consider doing it, paying for it, like, once or twice as, like, insurance if I'm about mm -hmm. to do something very dangerous. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't want to, like, be permanently subscribed to this. Yes. And I might I, actually, I, I might do it once. I might pay for a one-time use of it to be like, hey, I get one close call with death where I actually die and then I come back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Honestly, I have to agree in a, in a capacity with you on that because there there's definitely something to be said about the the uh, temporary nature of life making it worth doing. Um, and also, you know, Curse of Immortality is, is what we are kind of getting at here. Yes. This has been a, this has been a wild episode. We've just kind of, like, we had a, we had a topic and we've just kind of gone wherever. See, but it's still related to the topic. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Curse of Immortality. Um, I think that, like, this is a system where if you first of all this is not a system to my assumption is that this is not a system that's going to um like restore you to your prime state like it'll just restore you as you were the moment before you died so like for example if you're a 98 year old like cancer patient and you're enrolled in this program and you die of cancer then the thing's just going to bring you back, like, before you die. And you're just going to have to continue that agony. So, that's kind of fucked. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> um, there is... That, that's, that's immortality, but not eternal youth. There is a, um, there's is a discussion bad. of that in um, Palm Springs. I don't know if you've seen Palm Springs. I have not. It is a time loop Groundhog Day type situation. Um, and... In the movie, Andy Samberg's character has been in the time loop for, like, five years. And so mm -hmm. he's mastered everything about being in the time loop. And so he gets... Another person eventually enters the time loop. And he is explaining to them... Because they get... They're in a car. And they're joyriding. And they're going to crash. And he undoes his seatbelt and places his head against the dashboard. Um, mm -hmm. because he wants to die quickly because the time loop resets if you die or if you yeah. go to sleep. Um, and so the problem is that if they don't die immediately, um, then they have to go through the agony of death, then they have to go through the agony of death or worse still, they might, uh, people might tr show up and try to save them, which mm -hmm. is. Uh, some of the stuff that you have to do to keep people alive is like really horrifyingly painful. Um, like CPR, you break ribs during CPR. Like almost, yeah. like if you're doing it correctly, you will break ribs. Yeah. Um, which is not something that you want to do. But so like, I think, that that's, I think that that's really interesting because if you get hit by a car and then 
like, and if you don't die immediately, like, would you get brought back in the state that you were, like, five seconds after the car accident? Yeah. Like, because that would be awful. And at that point, okay. at that point, people would want to start carrying around, like, cyanide pills. To make the, sure that, like, oh, oh, God, I'm, I'm gonna get into a long, drawn-out death situation. Time to just automatically chew this and get myself reset. Yeah. Okay. So here's, I, 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 I sorry, I stuttered. Uh, in Borderlands, they, like, you get respawned with full HP, which, and you're getting shot most of the time. So my interpretation is, they restore you to before you started taking damage. Um. So it's not like you've gotten shot once in the leg and then once in the head, and they they only take out the bullet in your head. They don't take out the leg. Um, but you retain like all of your this. money. So I <laughs> think... Um, I don't actually know in Borderlands, um, but I'm pretty sure the time frame of Borderlands is like four days. Like the entire plot yeah. of Borderlands takes place over four days. So, like, mm -hmm. I think that it's more realistic that they allow you to... You come in... Have you seen the show Upload? Uh, no. But I, know, I think I know what you're talking it's, about. The like, show Upload has an afterlife wherein, if you're gonna die, they upload your consciousness into the cloud. Um, and so, in the show, there is uh, a child. Or, not a child. Uh, it's, it's sort of a juxtaposition. Because he's like 26 years old. But, but the last time that he was uploaded to the cloud was when he was 6. Was when he was 6, exactly. So he is in a child's body. So I think it's more likely that they have you come in. They scan, like they do a full body scan and upload process. And mm -hmm. then they, um... And then they, they use that. And so I think in Borderlands, it's probably... Because you retain all your possessions, which is, again, kind of weird. Um, I think that they probably have a, whatever, eight-day-old... Eight I mean, yeah, of course, you're mm -hmm. not going to be able to explain everything. But I think they probably have a certain... Uh, like, for me, it would be like... You know, I, I went in at the beginning of the year and had a scan uploaded so that if I die, I go back to the state that my body was at the beginning of this year. Yeah. And, you know, if we talk about, like, resurrection in terms of, like, in D&D, um, like, all of the resurrection spells, they don't work if you died of old age, and they restore your body as it, like, depending on what level you go to uh, of of like, I think the highest level, like, true resurrection, like, it'll restore any limbs or appendages, um, that you, that you lost when you were dead, but yes. it doesn't de-age you. So, like, even zealot barbarians that can be revived for free for all of time, as soon as they, like, get, like, as they age and get older, that dam the damage of aging doesn't get reversed. Which is interesting, but it's sort of a similar thing that we're, that's what we're sort of getting at is like, do you want to enroll in this program if you're just, if you're going to continue aging, if you're going to continue aging, and it's just like, if you die of circumstance while you age, 
you have a backup, um, I think that I would be fine with enrolling in that. Because it's not extending my life in terms of, like, how long I'm supposed to live. It's extending my life in terms of, like, I was in the wrong place the wrong time. A drunk driver hit me. You know, I... You know, it, it prevents those situations where it's like, uh, he, he was gone too soon type deal. Yeah, and again, you have to come up with, because of the old age clause, you have to come up with a contingency plan to where, um, like, if you're, if you don't want to die. Just unenroll. Uh, yeah, you have to come up with a contingency plan for that, but also, in terms of true resurrection only resurrecting you if you die of anything except old age um true resurrection also creates bodies yeah um if you speak the name of the if there's no body to be provided so at that point like stick a time bomb in your chest Mm -hmm. and be like okay i'm about to die of some horrible long-standing chronic disease um or sorry not that because you could be brought back i'm about to die of old age i can feel it happening um just blow yourself up there's no body left uh and then so they can bring you back with a new body i pers there's no real um text on this but my interpretation of true resurrection would be that uh, it would provide the body that it provides would be the state that the body was in before, like immediately before death. Yeah. Um, but I, because there is wording on the soul and there's a mm-hmm. lot of tomfuckery with how the afterlife works. Like, I could definitely see there being an option where it's, like, the the soul appears in a new form that suits the desire of the soul. Um, yeah. So, like, that could be that could be how you get yourself some, some eternal youth. Yeah. Um, it's all very interesting. Yes. So, I think we're wrapping up here. Um, so oh, wait. I had, I had one other question. Oh, yeah? I have one other question. Cyborgs. So we've talked about, like, androids and humans and, like, backing up your body. And we we touched on transhumanism, where it's just, like, I'm going to become a machine. Um, But, like, we kind of just jumped straight into that. I think that there's an in-between of, like, would you make, like, a, a cyborg body? Like, would you replace organs and limbs and stuff? And I think the answer is obviously yes for the both of us. Um... But it's just, it's very interesting uh, that there are some people that are, like, unwilling to part with their full biological mortal flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't understand those people. Um, because it's, it's wild. I mean, like, I would all obviously want to... Deus Ex, Mankind Evolved is absolutely my type of stuff like i would love to have uh cybernetics but you know um i'm pretty sure it might be in that game or it might be in detroit become human um which is another fascinating game about the 
sort of uh, status of uh, androids. But anyway, I think in those games, there are, like, you have to go get your, you have to go get updates. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't, like, your, your system is planned for obsolescence, so, like, your crap starts failing. Um, which is a terrifying thing to think about. Um, and I think that's probably the largest deterrent for people who don't want to make themselves... It's it's basically like installing an iPhone as your heart. It's I mean, yes, like, but oh, also... If they, you're entirely at the mercy of the people who produce those. I mean, yes, I, I would agree in that capacity but i also like the the concept of like you have to go in and like update your firmware or your software or anything like that it, it just seems to me like that would be equivalent to like you need to go to the doctor the health to, like, yeah yeah like, so there would be definitely there's parallels to things that. that we already exist but i think that the main issue the main drawback is that you know like what are people in control of and obviously like with like in the modern era we have the issue of like cybersecurity and hackers that could like hack your biotech if you had a you know like a robotic heart or something and a hacker like you have to update it or you have to make sure that it's working properly that means there needs to be a connection to it which means that somebody could hack your heart and just make it stop beating and then you just die yep which is a terrifying thought um but anyway that's all we have time for today thanks for <laughs> i'm just messing um we do uh, want to wrap up but yeah I, I think we should answer our actual question uh androids are not alive and I... you cannot murder them in the traditional sense but you can do a parallel you can tantamountly murder them i believe it requires a different title and definition Wait, why why are androids not alive? Uh androids are not alive because they just they're it's a it's a parallelism. They're not ever actually going to be alive. They may be conscious, yeah. they may be sentient, but I think it's a false life and that they will never truly be alive. Okay. Uh, but so That's my perspective. What's what's your okay. final definition on both of these? I think that you I think that because there's a parallel between because I think there's a parallel between murder of an android and murder of a human that you can in fact murder an android. You just have to do it differently than how you would murder a human. But I also think that androids have the potential to be alive in the sense that they have a person okay. They have a personality that is, um, like, it is it is tangibly possible to destroy their consciousness and their character, and thus I think that that means that they have to have some sense of individuality that indicates that they're alive in a philosophical sense, not in a biological sense. Now, another thought that I just had is i know we're trying to wrap up but this is one thing that i think is important is let's say we have we talked about like androids being backed up and booted into new frames and humans being backed up and booted into new bodies 
what if you like what about the situation where you back up an android's mind and put it in a human body in that case do they become a living being or are they still just an android that is a false a false like facsimile of life um i think that they're i think it's still an android honestly it's just an android piloting a human body uh, I don't think that by putting an android's brain into a human, you get a living being. Um, because if I kill that human, you still have the brain of the android. Um, so Interesting. It, it has not been killed. Okay, so what if you uploaded like an android's mind into a human body and then deleted its save off of the cloud? Um... Because I think in that sense, it would then become a living body. It would become... Well, that's... Again, that goes back to my um, my thesis there that the only reason that murder is a thing is because by for humans, by stabbing someone, you have the intent to destroy their entire being. And so if that were to exist, if you had an android in a human body with no backup and no way to bring it back, it could be murdered because you can stab it with the intention to kill and destroy it forever and it would work. Cool. Right. And so the conclusion that we have now reached is androids aren't really alive. You can't murder them by conventional means. And if you were to assault their, or, you know, destroy their physical body, then you would be committing property damage rather than murder now what if the android brain in the human body was hooked up to a respawn system <laughs> no uh that is a valueless question that is yeah that's All just right. ridiculous um anyway i always forget the outro um we should write it down sometime we should uh so if you want to give that I think I have to go eat. Um, so if you can just give the outro, I'll save yeah. this, and then I can upload it when I get back. That's fine. Uh, all right. That's all the time we have for For Real this time. Uh, thank you for joining us and listening to the ramblings of these two mad men. And um, if you enjoyed this, uh, please leave a comment uh, and uh, listen to us You know, in the future. Let us know if there's any questions that you have that you want us to answer uh, or any comments in general. Um, yeah, that's it. Excellent.